I'm Behomet. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to The Monologues. This time on The Monologues, we bring you a game from a very special friend to the podcast, the one and only Brandy Ramirez. She introduced us to Harvestella, a role-playing, life simulation, adventure, and fighting game all rolled into one. And what better way to pay homage to Brandy than to not only drink a gosa or sour ale, but to also pick one that happens to be dill pickle flavored. Introducing the dill pickle sour beer from Destin Brewery. Yes, sir. And actually, so I I, I, le- I actually like copied this over. First off, super excited to have you here, Brandy. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, and you and my wife share a similar love for dill pickles. <laughs> Anything pickled, yes. yes. I think that's a, like we said last time. Uh, fucking white girls, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so true. So, I, I mean, that's why we can so many. And that's why I left her two of the three out there. <laughs> because not that I won't like this. We'll see. But I know she will absolutely like it because it's dill pickles. But the brewery, I actually copied and pasted because it, it actually says down here, if you read down, um, pronounced as Des T. Eel Brewery. Des T. Eel? What? That, that's what I think that's what it's saying. If you scroll down, I copied it below the picture, probably a uh-huh. paragraph down, first line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's from Illinois, by the way. Yeah. I figured as much. I figured it was pretty close by. Yeah. No, Illinois, which, um, I looked on there. They actually look like they have quite a few good beers, but let's let's do our thing. Let's see what a pickle beer tastes like. Sour beer. <laughs> so yeah, this is okay. So I said that was uh, sucker punch. This is made with sucker punch pickle brine. So we'll see. Kind of interesting throwing some pickle brine into a beer. Yeah. Uh, Holy crap! <laughs> pickle. Look, I have an unhealthy uh, relationship with anything pickled and vinegar, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I just snacked on some of the spicy pickles I'd made. Uh, <laughs> so it's May the 4th, guys, and I know that Star Wars doesn't really rule your house, but we had to do our typical make uh, Italian nachos and watch a Star Wars movie. Nice. And in the process of me making those, I snacked on some spicy pickles. Dude, they're hotter than the jalapenos that's in the jar. It's the the craziest thing. I'm absolutely going to give you some. Hey, I just, I I dealt up a bunch of carrots the past two days, so. (laughs) Yeah, she did, yeah. She just, yeah, completely destroyed all of the carrots that she just bought, so. So it smells just like a fucking pickle, man. Yeah. It smells like a, you've regret, every kid out there has grabbed the pickle jar out of the fridge and took a sip of it. Yeah, that's pickle brine. There's that nice little tang. It's uh, alcoholic pickle brine. That's it. Reminds me of the. I don't know. Have you ever been a place where been a place been to a place where I started seeing bars selling pickle shots. And all it is is vodka juice and pickle uh, vodka and pickle juice. No. Yeah, so I've seen it a couple, and that might be like a white trash thing. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I gotta tell you, but you know, I'm a, I frequent those places. So, uh, 
Yeah, and I always thought in my head like the background story for that was the backstory was that they ha- they sold pickles and then just had this jar of pickle juice and someone's like, dude, pickle juice is good. And they're like, vodka is not bad. Let's try it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And thus was born pickle. That's what this reminds me of. Except for it's just got a little more of that sour taste. Yeah, yeah, it is just a little bit more sour. Um, but it's like not quite. I mean, it's it looks like a cloudy IPA kind of. Oh it, no, I'm just gonna it, keep drinking these. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I think we may have found Brandy's beer, dude. Um, <laughs> so the smell actually threw me off. I mean, it it smells like pickles, but not. It tastes better than it smells. Um, yeah, I would say that it does definitely taste better than yeah. it smells. Okay, when I first smell, smelled it. The smell makes no difference to me. It's it's dull <laughs> enough. You can tell that it's going to be pickly. So <clears throat> it's actually really good. I'm not going to lie. Not, that is actually really good. It's not terrible, man. It's it's decent. no. I don't I don't know how many I would drink, but ooh, think I about a hot summer a, day. Uh, I put it in a Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Oh. Is making a Bloody Mary with this. I'm working on perfecting changer. that. <laughs> We're we are huge Bloody Mary fans in this house. We tend to make them really pretty spicy, though. I don't like. Yeah. I'm weird. I, I like the home style version. I like it to be a little bit thicker. I like getting crazy with some of the ingredients. Uh, there's a couple of popular brands out there, but they're like really thin. I kind of like the home. Give me like a thick Bloody Mary with, dude. You can Bailey like showed me pictures from Florida of like steak skewers and shrimp. <laughs> you know, and like a full second drink sticking out of the top of a Bloody Mary. I don't know. That's kind of getting out of it. Like, wa- have you seen that? Like waffles. <laughs> No. Dude, yeah, it's like a thing. Brandy, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I know what you're talking yeah, about. It's like a thing. Well, he's not on social much. media much. Yeah, it is yeah. a little too much. It's like you order one Bloody Mary, but you get three meals. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. I'm like, how are you even supposed to drink that? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's too much. All right. So, which, I, yeah, okay. Uh, Harvest so, Stella. Let's so let's jump into the this. game. Yeah, yeah, this came recommended by you. Um, and I thought just watching you play it, honestly, this would be right up your alley, Chris. Like, yeah, um, it reminded me of so much just watching her play and then actually getting into it so much uh, of the my time at Porsche game. It was a lot like that. The the difference here is this plays a lot more like a traditional JRPG. Yeah. Um, and that really like got me into it. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's like a talent is- tree with ability yes. you can purchase and stuff with your points. And there's hundred percent different. They it's like they blended, which it is Square Enix. It's like they blended Final Fantasy Tactics because you have the jobs. Yeah, you know, you yeah. have like I don't remember what the third one was that at Arvent thing. I can't remember what that was. Uh, yeah, I, but you have like I, mage, warrior. You know, it's like your different jobs you can like switch between in combat, which you actually kind of have to do. Yeah. Yeah, to hit the break limits, to to have multiple break limits going off, and so that you can increase the amount of damage you do, you actually have to change job cl- uh, class or I guess job classes mid combat. Um, but you have to change job functions or whatever, um, so that you can get uh, I guess whatever they're weak against that are next to each other um, uh, to to trip their br- uh, limit break or whatever. Yeah, like because it multiplies the damage you do, but. Brainy, I got a very serious question for you. Okay. Did you check your hours logged before you got on here? I did. I was hoping you did. I was hoping you did. How many is it? So I have over 100 hours. Okay. So I asked that question because I actually looked up to see an average playthrough 
depending on what you want to do, is around 52 to 54 hours, which in this day and age, I feel like that's a pretty solid amount, especially for a Switch game. Yeah, pretty Mm -hmm. big. Yeah. Yeah. So Especially, and so like, you know, that I think they're assuming you're not going to just like dick around and like grow plants and stuff all the time, but I literally just keep crop selling crops and that's yeah. all she does is dick around and grow plants yeah, yeah. that's what's taking um, me so long <laughs> yeah no i i got i kind of got into that so aj when well so jesse when we and i first talked you had said something i was like dude i can't get to a save point and you're like oh it's like day eight or something i actually the beginning i rushed i actually got to where i could save it by like day five or six yeah i think day six was when i hit yeah. my first save point yeah and then after that i just got caught in this whirlwind of just wanting to uh grow as much as I could, harvest mm-hmm. it, buy mm-hmm. as many seeds as I could, and just keep that cycle. So I got to, like, <laughs> day 11 or 12 before I actually started, like, doing more of the storyline. Oh, yeah? That's interesting. And Brainy's, so, sitting, there, Brainy's sitting there going, I'm on day 554,367. <laughs> no, she, she's I, probably there, and then probably about the same chapter we're at. No, so. no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... um. When I got it, I played the demo, which took you to, to up to chapter three. So I didn't sit and just play around with just um, planning stuff. You know, I kind of tried to do the storyline just to see, do I actually want to purchase this game? Um, so I actually did kind of move along. And then once I purchased it, then we're like full on. Let's go plant. Uh, let's just focus on that for a while Once and then you had like it locked in yeah like, and then purchased. like i would go to the storyline or i get stuck on side quest a lot yeah i mean that's pretty welcome. common for an rpg i was like, about to say welcome to the rpg world which is kind of funny because what we're diving into on the next episode <laughs> is one of those games i have only lived on the side quest for the majority of my time in that game Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, that's just all you work on. You don't even main story. What's that? I don't exactly. I mean, I does it have is. an ending? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, dude, I remember well, we'll get into that game later. But you no, know, so for like for this game, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I was a little worried. I won't say worried, but I was like, because I, I, I spent 40 bucks on this, I think is what I did. And I just did the digital copy, which you, we've talked to this. I'm like usually not that guy. Yeah. I always want like the physical copy for whatever reason. It's like some stupid old school mentality. But I bought the digital copy and I was like, am I going to actually like play this more? But I really do. I do think I'll actually pick this up from time to time because I don't, I don't even know. We haven't even touched into the actual storyline, which seems kind of crazy. It is kind of easy just to pick it back up and figure out where you're at because it's like a day by day structure that you're working on. Yeah, so that structure both works for you and against you over time. It's really weird, especially like as you're trying to complete the story. Like you either get to focus on your farm or you get to focus on the story, but not the two will you do in one day. Not all, yeah, so I kind of know what you're tapping into. So, okay, so let's just do this. So you, what I recall of the game, so you're this like mysterious character uh, you make your character, which I couldn't find one that really looked like a boy. <laughs> Not that I care, yeah. but like all the characters to pick from, they all look like girls. But I was like, I'll just, okay, fine. I'll play that one then. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look that far off from me. So I was like, that's fine. <laughs> I'm like, no, no worries. And then, so you make your character and you kind of have like some weird dream state. And you always know they're giving you this information that's going to make sense later. But it makes zero sense when you first play the game. Mm-hmm. And then you you meet what your first character you meet, I think, is like Cress, the doctor. Yes. Chick, I think that's yeah, the first part, character. Yeah. So you get the yeah, the strange dream that you have where you meet the the girl. Yeah, like the angel type the character. Girl. Right. Yep. And she sends you to a world that says that you have 
um, work to do here and you get to choose whether you want to stay in this world or come back to the real world. And that's all she kind of gives you, something like that. It's 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 very vague and very kind of like cryptic and then just kind of dumps you off. And then, yeah, you get to meet Cress, the doctor of the village, I guess, Leth- Lethe village or something yep. like that. Yeah, which I don't know how you pronounce it, but that's, yeah, yeah, that's how it's spelled, like L-E-T-H-E or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, you meet the mayor and they're kind of confused about you too. But then they start dropping. It's You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of that that um, that PC game we played a while back, Stranding or whatever, Death Stranding. Uh-huh. It kind of reminded me of that, not because the storylines are similar at all, but how much information it dumps so quickly about random shit. And you're like, I don't oh. <laughs> see light and these crystals and the quietest stuff that's dropping. That almost it, how, Tell me that doesn't remind you of Death Stranding. You can't be outside. Oh, yeah. It'll kill you. I was you like, didn't know about that? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I definitely was like. Okay, this reminds me of Death Stranding a little bit because there's just a lot going on and don't go outside, you'll die. So So what it reminded me of was the Pokemon Arceus. Like, so you just kind of show up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it was very yeah, it was very yeah. similar to that. Yeah, and then the, the village kind of just takes you in and you start yeah. working for them basically. They, I will say Lethe or whatever trust you way more than Arceus because oh, yeah. those people are like they don't fucking trust you at all in that game at the beginning. No. You gotta prove yourself. They're like, like they literally give you the ultimatum, like prove yourself or get the fuck out of our village. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this game's yeah. not like that. This game's like, hey, we're gonna give you your own house and your own stuff to get well, crops going. I mean, here you go. They do, but they don't let you in the town. They're like, you can live out there, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but knowing what I know about societies, that's the house I would choose anyway. Uh, true. Fair Seems enough. Like that was like a, a pretty decent bit of property. I'm like, yeah, uh, I'd take that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to clear some rocks. Are you kidding me? That ain't no big deal. Like, no. I'll take that. Keep me out of that town. <laughs> I don't know where you guys are on chapters, but it expands. Yeah. So I it, read that there's like five towns. Well, no, no your property your alone yeah. oh, expands. Okay. It's that not, makes the it's only not reason. Just it's not just the farm, it's the surrounding areas. Mm. Like, you'll have other things that open up that you can go to. Because uh, while I was watching AJ's, because it's been forever since I played the beginning, um, I was like, oh, yeah, that opens up eventually. But he doesn't, he's not there yet. <laughs> so it's like, the, I can't say, the hey, the only go to reason this. I got a clue that that might be true is because you have that warp point outside, and it's always sub, whenever you find a what are, what are those stones called? Those like seasonal um, type stones. There's four types, I think. Like the ones where you save at the modus. Yeah, there uh, you go. That's the mo- word. Yeah, modus. Yeah. Those uh, things in, in areas have different points you can warp to in, within that area. Well, there's mm-hmm. one outside your house. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that really wouldn't make sense unless like you can open up some other places to port to. Like they would open up on that. So that's kind of what I thought. Maybe I'm guessing on your property area you can like teleport. Maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. there's one that's really easy to get to that's like just up on the hilltop. Um, and then there is one that I've gotten to that I just opened up once you get the um, recipe to build bombs. So, and then even more opens up after that. You can kind of see the paths on the property um, for some of it, but some of it I don't think you can hmm. just straight away. Hmm. Uh, but there is one for sure path I can see where it goes. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I'm kind of interested to see how much more it expands because the area that you have to actually farm is not very large. And so like when you get to the point of placing down, not just like plants to grow things, but also machines, livestock too. well, there's livestock, but then like machines as well to, uh, 
process the plants, um, they go on your farm squares. So you lose pro uh, space to actually grow. Like So, Brandy, you do get animals in this game, right? Like, I saw the mount, but do you yes. get, like, livestock that has babies? Yes. So, um, and if so, are they like normal? Because I noticed all the seeds are kind of off named a little. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carob seed. You're real creative there, bud. <laughs> but um, I mean, I'm not dissing. It's like whatever. But yeah. So I was wondering, uh, are the animals like instead of a chicken, it's a bicken? Like I was just. Yeah. <laughs> it, they're, they're weird names and I can't even think of what they are right now. But, um, yeah, you just go and, um, so when you go, you, you can go and expand your farm to get animals. And actually next to your house, there's like two different bins that are, and that's where your animals go. Okay. So when you go to purchase that, um, you can either basically get a chicken or you can get like some llamas or whatever. I think they're llamas. Um, and then um, you can get so many and then you can expand that more and get some more. And so every morning you just go gather your eggs or gather the milk and stuff. So you can take up more of your day. That. Well, not really. Actually, that one's pretty easy because Is it's it? pretty much just like, hey, go gather however many eggs. Uh, get some feathers, grab the milk, make sure they have food, which isn't too hard to do. Um, you know, I, every time you expand, they expand how much food you can put in it. And um, I'm too lazy to grow that sometimes because I'm growing other stuff to make money that I just go purchase the food. So well, She says it doesn't take that much of your time, but I know like just maintaining the full farm, like just the full grow spaces. It would be there, noon or one before you could go adventuring. Exactly. And that yeah. time it, goes so quick. Yeah. If I survey my entire property and harvest all of the, so if I maintain the, the, the plants that I'm growing, plus then go survey my entire property, which has different harvest points, like you can go pick up lumber or different plant materials that you're not growing just happen to be on your property, or you can mine. I didn't even know that. Things. Yep. You mm -hmm. can. Um, there's a couple different places around your property that are there. You just have to kind of wander around and find those. Um, if you do all of that by the time you get out of your property without taking care of any other animals, yeah, it is at least 10 a.m. in the morning. and You wake up at 6. So you've already burned four hours just sitting there. See, yeah. I just – I go straight out the door. If the mail is clicking, I'll consider looking at it. It just depends because um, you don't have to actually check your mail. It will still show up um, in your uh, oh, your different tasks that you have. Um, so you don't always have to check your mail. It'll still show up that you have a new quest or something. Hmm. Um, I was so poor I've... at the beginning of this game. I checked my mailbox <laughs> every day because that lady would sometimes give you free like food yeah. and drinks oh, and yeah. free oh, yeah. seeds. Well, and the mayor will sometimes send you stuff too. Yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I'm like stoked for like I I know it's just because where you're at in the game, but for me I was like, oh, something's in the mailbox. <laughs> the last couple have been like duds too, but the yeah. first couple I was like, three packs of seeds, hell yeah, they saved me like you know two hundred whatever gold. Now See, I get more carrots, you know. I, I'm to the point that like mail is like I have another task I have to go do for yeah. somebody. Um, it's not necessarily getting any anything good in the mail. Um, I've gone past all those, but yeah. Get so the, the mail. Deal, the deal. Go grab was... your animals. And then make your round to. I think um, I mine the stuff that's right, kind of by the storage and um, the cell bin area, and then I just go farm my stuff I need. Um, I don't even farm my entire farm anymore, like mining for stuff. Um, after a while, yeah. but I'm very far in the game. I was about so. to say how many <laughs> hundred? How many hours? Um, over a hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's cool though. Um, 
But I could see that, like, where you're like, yeah, mailbox, mailbox, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> yeah, most of the stuff that comes in the mailbox anymore, even for me, is just, like, Crest telling you to go do shit for her. So it's like... She's yeah. just so concerned about your health, but no, I feel like not. that's a facade. You know, that's she has taken so much of my money that I don't like her. Because right. I died quite a bit on accident half the time because I'm like, damn it, I didn't make it home in time. Okay, or I died that's... right at my doorstop. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was gonna say. Have you had that happen yet where you're out yes. too late? Yes. It gives you plenty of warnings because the clouds start circling in around you like the movie The Fog. I mean, like or like the they... mist. I mean, it starts like circling around your screen. So my problem is I get so close to a save point that I'm like, no, I can, I can do it. I so you can, can do teleport. It. Yeah, because I don't want to go through this maze again yeah. or whatever. Like, get me to that save point. But no, I get a that. Few times, yeah. I push That's... like, how long can I actually stay out here? Yeah, but this game has like, this is what I was, this is, I don't know if it, thinking back now, it maybe is more interesting to me or maybe why, but it's a lot because when you're playing, and you go out there, and you you kind of get the just like at the beginning, you're like okay, like you're this unknown guy. They're giving you this property. There's going to be some quests. You know, you can fish. You can do all this stuff just because you know the concept, what kind of game it is. But then what throws me off is the amount of random shit that is thrown at you. So there's these omens, right? Mm-hmm. And one just one you kind of decide to help. If I, I don't even know if you actually get a choice. I chose to help him. Um, and he joins your side for a little bit, and then you find a unicorn that's literally immortal. If you kill him, he's like, I'll just do this all day. He replenishes his health, and then you can, like, you just verbal judo his ass into going with you also, but he doesn't actually fight with you. Yeah. And all that's to go up and fight another omen who has this girl that you're, like, acquaintances with who they also let stay in your house because that's not problematic. And she wakes up next to you, and it's, like, not an issue except for the fact that she, like, is claiming she's from the future. <laughs> There's, like, some crazy shit going on in this story. The yeah. story is very crazy. Yeah. Nope. Dude, the thing that worries me is early in the game, not that beginning dream, but later on you have another dream of that angel uh, bitch or whatever. I'm not – that sounds maybe – maybe you should call it angel (laughs) bitch. I don't know. That woman girl in the sky that's like being fucking you know, uh, secretive and shit, she said it again. Some made a comment about it all being like a – it all being up to you. It's like not real. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me – it's not real. That see that yeah. curls up my back a little bit because it reminds me of a game. You ever you ever play Star Ocean or hear of it? Uh uh-uh. uh So this game and it was popular on Dreamcast and then the, then it was also on Sony I think too. Don't quote me on that. But there was Star Ocean three and it was a it was a turn based RPG with a big storyline and I'll be very brief. You essentially start out and they're making fun of you for being a jock because you're in a simulator because everything's virtual reality. So the actual people that play video games are the jocks because they're all built and muscly from playing games virtually, <laughs> right? And you end up in this big, long adventure to save the universe, and it's like space-oriented, blah, blah, blah. Well, when you beat the game, you find out you are the video, you are a video game, and you're practically almost a virus because you're crashing the game by beating the shit you're not supposed to be able to beat. <laughs> and you find out you're just pixels. You're not even real. And it like... Dude, as a kid, it was like soul defeating. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, life has no purpose." This was terrible. It made me feel. Usually, when you beat a game like that, you might be sad. Like, you know, we could bring up for the hundredth time, Shay crying at the end of Zelda because like it's over. <laughs> but like, dude, I literally was like not crying, but like 
needed to go see a therapist. <laughs> it <laughs> fucked me up a little bit. Like it was like it was like seeing the Matrix if you could understand it at ten. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, but everybody watched the Matrix when they were younger when it came out when we were younger, and you're like, oh yeah, I got that, dude. I didn't understand that movie till I was like saw it like four <laughs> times. You know what I mean? But the first time I saw that movie was like ten. I didn't understand that movie. But that's how that game was. I was like, it kind of fucked me up. So this worries me with this game. They keep dropping those little bombs like, this is all fake. None of this is real. You're dreaming this. It's like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't think it has to be a happy ending, though, man. I, that's that's kind of where I come I from. I didn't like say it had to be. I just don't want it to not be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what I prefer. It's like uh, the Death Stranding thing, dude. It's exactly. Like, it's kind of exactly. dark, man. You, yes. You well, can be you dark, but you got to get back to some some kind of... Po- Even on Resident Evil 4, which I can bring that game up with some relevance because they just redid that game for the fifth time or something. And even that game, you can be dark fighting zombies trying to save this dude's do- president's daughter or whatever. But even at the end of that, she makes some perverted, like, uh, she hits on him at the end. At the very end, you're driving away from the island on a jet ski, and Leon Kennedy is the main character. And the p- little chick that you've saved this whole game is like, well, maybe we, you could put in some overtime after we get back with her. And I'm like, oh, see, it was all worth killing zombies. It's like a positive ending. <laughs> he, the girl's actually hitting on him. Harvestella, see- Death Stranding, just like, it's all fake. Nothing's real. You wasted your time. It's like, well, <laughs> that's terrible. I, I can tell you there's three different endings because I actually hit the ending today. Today? <laughs> yeah. So you've been, you've been sitting at that ending for a while, probably. Yeah, not knowing it was the ending. And um, uh, two of them go the same way, basically. And then they have a secret ending if you can figure out how to get to it. Do you, and did you do that? Yes, I did. I figured you did. Of course, I have to complete the stuff. I still had other things to do. Was it worth it on the secret ending? Um, I don't know yet. I haven't finished it. Oh. I've got more quests to do now. I was about to say, and I was going to say, was it one of those games where when you beat it, you can continue to play? Um, I don't know yet. Mm. I mean, so the first two endings that basically ended up the same is, you know, you kind of had the same outcome and then they showed credits. And then after the credits, they sent you back to your save point before you went into chapter nine. So it's like Zelda Breath of the Wild, where if you beat the ending, it's over. You can't keep playing without going back to a previous save. On the first two. On the first two. Yeah, but I'm if cur- you go to the secret ending, hmm. we'll see. Hmm. I'm in a, a whole nother place to start exploring. Oh, hmm. that's interesting to me. Because I like games. I, I actually like for the it to be open enough where when you beat it you can keep playing like yeah i think that you i i have a feeling you can probably still keep playing um because i still had some side quests i haven't finished like i haven't fully completed everything so i think you can still go back in and continue yeah but would it make you load this previous save before the actual storyline ending that's that what i don't know yet see because some games are but zelda is one of those games where breath of the wild was where that it's an open world. They should have been able to let you beat that last boss and then still just do the storyline. And then you have a little, they just, you know, that to change a little bit of NPCs, like interactions with you, you know, like, Oh, you defeated. Thank you for helping us. But then you can still get to run around, like do other side quest shit. Yeah. Well, see, and I kind of thought I was like, okay, I think the point is to like, maybe do the first two that were the obvious ways to, to do it. And then to turn around and walk away from the thing. And it, automatically sends you to a whole different different thing so i think the point was for you to go and try the third option that's how i took it but then again 
This is the first time I played a game like this. So I don't know. I'm not familiar with uh, so, the usual. Well, let me ask you another question as our guest on the podcast this time, which I'm really happy about that. We don't we don't have guests on enough, I feel like. <laughs> um, so my next question would be, would you play another game like this? Because I'm sure he told you like at my time at Porsche, it is very similar to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably would. Yeah. I'll I think it had to... a, f- a few different mechanics, and I think l- you still fought, but I don't think the emphasis was as detailed as this. No, not at all. Not as detailed as the fighting in, in this game. The fighting was much more complicated in this game than My Time at Porsche. Yeah. Um, My Time at Porsche did focus on the things that you collected from the, the monsters that you defeated, whatever creatures you were going after. So, like, you had to pick a part, you know, and strategically go after certain creatures. Um which is probably not too dissimilar from what you end up having to do for some of the things here. You have I to mean, like, yeah. farm certain areas for certain things, like meat. You know, uh, you had to go to a certain place early on to get meat and things like that. So, um, but question: Either one of you might know what is the relevance of keeping your stomach full? It's keeping your stamina up or mm-hmm. replenishing your stamina. Was, okay, that's what I was wondering. Yep. That's yeah. the, that I was kind of guessing that, but I didn't well, focus on it enough to like prove one way or the other. But I figured it was affecting my stamina. So later on, you have to be careful because if your stomach is full and you've taken too much damage, you can't eat anything. Does uh, that make sense? Yes, yeah, so you can't heal off of food stuff like that. Yeah, because sometimes you you're full, but you're gonna keep taking damage and. Okay. Um, well, I think... I've been poor this whole time, so my stomach's been practically <laughs> right. empty. Yeah. All about the scrum, um, all about the, like the little scrags that I find. Well, and I Eating think blueberries, um, and yeah, mushrooms yeah. off the ground, meat, blueberries. <laughs> I, it's so barbaric at this point. I've well, never had. I have not had my stomach completely full once in this game yet. I have, but I think then um, it, that's when it plays a role on what foods are you picking to take during where you are, um, because if you take a look uh, when you go make food, it's got like all these different stats and I haven't bothered to take the time to figure that out yet. Um, but I know that it's a thing that I probably should have been paying attention to. <laughs> so yeah, I've gotten to the point where I can make different recipes and two of the feeds foods that I can make have plus 50 stamina or plus 60 stamina, uh, plus 50% stamina, plus 60% stamina. So if you eat one of those, it will fill your, st- uh, your stomach up. 50% and or like and boost your stomach up or your stamina up 50%. Um, it also has like like increased attack or increased defense on them as well. Um, so like you can. I think some of them like even if you get poisoned and stuff, you, there's some foods you can take that will help with poison. So yeah, there may be antidotes and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, that I did makes see, sense a, I did see a status games. element, but it wasn't on me. It was on my teammate. So the future, mm-hmm. the, the crazy girl thinks she's from the future. It gets on your team after the first omen dude leaves. Dianthus or whatever. Yeah. Um, did you die at all in that first boss fight? Uh, which one was the first boss fight? I the did other die omen, in combat. The other omen dude at the, what is it? The Hi- Hyogen something cave I'm trails, sure I whatever. Did. I don't uh, think I did in the first boss fight. I did die in other combat. Uh, like, did you try to fight any of the, the big nope, creatures? No, took their word for him. Huh? Nope, I took their word for them. The ones that were marked yep, red? because they warned you they? when you walk by it. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, those are a lot stronger than normal. They've got a certain pattern they run. You can probably just go around them. And I went, deal. Yeah. That's I'm not fucking with that right now. I went ahead and tried to fuck around with that. <laughs> you found out, didn't you? I yeah. did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't. I thought about going back and trying to now that I'm stronger, just like because I was going in there just collecting stuff, um, materials, mm-hmm. and I almost was going to fight one, but I haven't got any. I literally, I was like today, I was going to do that, never did. Yeah, I, but I, I think where I'm at now, I could probably fight the one up in the dungeon that's up in the north. Um, there's the one that's that's like, I think there's just the one that's up there. I think I could probably take that one now. Uh, I got halfway or maybe two thirds of the way down on one that was like three or four levels higher than that one. Um, before I just took off, I didn't die to that one, but I had to jet at one point. So I was like, okay, I think I can start to deal with this. But yeah, uh, outside of that, I didn't have any issues with combat. Uh, but I also wasn't rotating like my jobs as well oh. as I probably should have. So that was also an issue. Um, I tend to stick just on mage. Like The range yeah. helps a lot. And is, yeah. am I seeing that correctly? When you're not within range, are you throwing up a block? It looks um, like you defend almost a little bit. And it felt like, I felt like I took less damage when I was in mage than when I was in warrior. I don't know I, that that's true, but... I know I took less damage just because I wasn't there in combat. And usually I have two... Well, right now I have two companions and they're up. Oh. They're both melee. So they're they're both up in the shit you know, getting their asses handed to him. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit back here and just blow stuff apart. Dude, the pendulum swung because when I was, it was like, they always favored warriors in every game I've played. When I used to always pick mages, (laughs) they always favored warriors were just like freaking keyboards, face smash roll, you know, joystick smash roll. And it was easy. And I'm over here trying to cast and dodge. You can't take any damage. And I feel like that's (laughs) totally, the pendulum swung the other way. Now mages are just the fucking ace in the hole. Like, yeah. They're always stronger, dude. Yeah. And I'm the dumbass now that's like switched like, well, I'll just do a warrior. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So where yeah. are you guys in the game? I'm part of the way through chapter three. Uh, I just started chapter three, I think. Yeah, I had made it to Nemia. I think, yeah, Nemia or whatever. Um, I went to go investigate the Heaven's Egg. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started working my way through that dungeon. Is that a creature? This... What? It... No, it's like I, I saw. I got that question so, in the town. So yeah. Um. So after the event with the seas light in, so the seas light are there's there's four uh, four seas lights, uh, one for each um, season. The there is a seas light, um, and I don't know which season it is for, um, but in in the town that you're at, the Lethe village or whatever. Um, I. They're is that, uh, fall. Is that fall? I believe. Okay. Um, but then you get to choose which other seas lights afterwards you're going to go investigate because you're trying to help the the girl, Arya, I think it is, mm-hmm. um, yeah. get back to her time. Um, so um, I chose to go over to Nemia Village. That just happened to be the one that's closest. You just have to go through the Hygen Pass or whatever. Um, mm. No. Yeah, it's Hygen. It yeah, it Hygen. it's just Hygen. It's over to the right. Um yeah, so you just go east. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Hagen. Um, but yeah, so I just well, I, I, rolled... I know that's the name of the place north you go. Yeah, that pl- mm-hmm. that place you first go with the omen and might find the unicorns, Hagen, whatever. So what's to the right then? Well, I haven't went there yet. I don't know. What is to the right? There's the the pass that you go to to get to Nemia Village. That once you go through it once, you don't have to go into the actual pass anymore. Oh, that's the. Are you talking about the island or the no. beach? No. Wait. So your your place is. So your farm I'm is here. there, and then if you go the right hill. the path, nope. Oh, okay. If you go right past it, you go through. I thought Hygen, 
or maybe it's not high again, but you go through something and you get to Nemia. And then if you go past Nemia, you get to Heaven's Egg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So over there on the right, that is Nord, the Nord, Nord. step. That's what it is. It's Nord step, not high again. No. So anyways, no. so yeah, you go through the Nord step. Um, and yeah, and to get, get to, to Nemia, Nemia uh, uh, and then, yeah. And then Heaven's Egg. Yeah, then you can go to the Heaven's Egg. So, anyways, that's all to say, like your 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 main objective, or after getting out of Chapter Two, Chapter Three is broken into four part or three parts. Uh, it's an A B C, and you go investigate the other three um, seas lights. And mm -hmm. I just chose to go after the one that was well, what I thought was closest. And um, that's, that's the uh, the one that has. In, in Nemia that has the Heaven's Egg. Heaven's Egg is not a sea's light. Mm -mm. It is another object that is like the thing that dropped out of the sky with Arya. But it's bigger than the sea's light, is what they said. Dude, there's so much going on in this shit. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> like I said, like it's not... Usually you think of like one main protagonist, antagonist focus. It would be the omen, blah, blah. But it's not. It's no. like... If there's unicorns that they, and like no one addresses that either. That unicorn's a dick, dude. He, yeah, he <laughs> just wants his princess. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the fuck is happening in this? No one addresses that unicorn either. They're just like I don't know. It's crazy. I think someone mocked him, and I don't remember who that was. Oh, and then you get fairies in your garden too. Yeah, and they're saying that all the power of the world comes from them. And so I was like, what? Okay, so what is fucking actually important? Is it sees light? Is it these fairies? Because if these fairies, I just took the fairy side. Arya was like super, and that's the other thing. Arya was like super pissed off for some reason. I was like, bitch, you be tripping. You just got here. Like, <laughs> I don't. She's two days behind you. It's not like you're we're married and like you own this property too. Like chill the fuck out. She's like so mad that you like let this fairy. She's like, you're just gonna you're just gonna you're gonna let her stay here. Yeah. It, she's looking over my garden and like putting some magical shit up. It's fine. Like. Not a big deal. I don't actually own this place. The villagers told me I could live here. Like, <laughs> I, have, I, don't, I don't have the rights to this place. Right. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. I was like, dude, they just keep dropping shit in this game. You get more fairies, and she hates every single one of them. Dude, why is she fucking a fairiest? What the fuck's her problem? <laughs> what the fuck's her problem? I don't know. She calls them bugs and stuff. I'm I like, know. That's dude. what she kept saying. I was like, that thing's literally talking to you. I don't know a lot of bugs that talk to me. Right. How creepy would that shit be? bucks could speak we'd have a lot more problems <laughs> yeah i don't know like i said it's, it reminded me with the the amount of information to unpack they just keep dropping on you it's not negative either it's just a lot this is one of the games you know you have to play like figure out what's going on yeah but you know they offer fishing which that's always it's a simple mechanic in this game but still fun just it's something you can do if you need to yeah like, there's more so, side quests to the fishing is there later on yeah I don't know how much of a spoiler I should add to any of this. <laughs> None of it really We matters. are the shitty spoiler podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. So. I mean, that's, I was going to say, um, we, we took that shift, that gear shift a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually you get a lake monster on your property and Sweet. you get. Messy. Yeah, you get, you get, he does, I wish it looked like that. He looks horrible. Um, but he wants certain rare fish and then you have to figure out, okay, well, how do I find these fish? Where? And it gets into, well, if you go to this place at a certain time, like after day after it rains, you might catch this rare one. Or if you go here during this kind of weather, you might catch it here. Um, so you you kind of have to fish everywhere and try to figure out where to find these 
rare so everything fish. in this game is needy is what you're saying yes yeah so <clears throat> did aria does aria get mad about that thing too is she still around um by that point she moved out so it didn't work out probably because <laughs> she, she hates fairies for no reason she's too busy trying to uh get back to her home which you do eventually get to go see that so oh. um huh. yeah like that's interesting because she's like in my time fairies don't exist well yeah. you you eventually go to space and time travel and stuff oh that's Holy interesting shit. <laughs> What the fuck? You're going to get to go see the apocalypse and everything. It's like, again, Death Stranding was this simple delivery service game with the the paint coating of like the most crazy shit in the world. This is like a simple life simulation, you know, harvest (laughs) type, grow some crops. And then it's like painted with all this unicorns and fairy tales and fairies and racist and like just oh no you, <laughs> like you even you even space get into time re- travel <laughs> you even get into religious stuff when you get to I, one of the villages oh, yeah. There's i the, did already see a cult of people pop yeah, up yeah there's there's a cult is. that worships Dude, the in any square yep. enix yep. game anytime religious shit pops up i go here's the bad guys of the group <laughs> like, yep. yeah dude in every every i feel like in every final fantasy square enix game they make the religious group the bad guys yeah yeah, yeah, they've like got Final a, Fantasy X, like the whole Yuna thing with against them. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the bad guy's name in that game either, but yeah, he was like a huge religious cult following dude. Yeah, it gets bad. Yeah, this game has all that crazy stuff. Yeah, Waco, Texas or whatever it is, didn't do any favors for anybody. It's like, <laughs> like no one will let that shit go. Now every day it's like religious cult. They're like, yeah, get them the fuck out of here. They're the antagonists. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first thought. They just always come off too as bad. Like the way they, like yeah. even their dialect, like so controlling. Yeah. Yeah, I hated doing all the quests in that town. I was like, this is just annoying. At Rough. one point, they threw me in jail. Huh. Yeah. It's because you're like, harboring fairies on your property. I was like, seriously? <laughs> I don't even remember what I did. Huh. I don't, I don't, that was so long ago. <laughs> you have to like wait a certain amount of days to get out of jail. Do you like literally just sit there and twiddle your thumbs? Yeah. Yeah. There, I think I spent like a few days and I feel like I did at least it took forever for the storyline. I'm like, they at least have, have like stones here? for you to smash. No. To waste just, time. You just sit there. <laughs> no, no fields to go harvest or anything. Like, no. You got to work the town like that, you know, did they put an orange jumpsuit on you? That would be great. I think occasionally somebody came and talked to you or something, but yeah, oh, it was just like waiting out the storyline. Like I have things to do at my farm. I don't have time for this. Yeah. Who's watering <laughs> my shit, bro? Exactly. Those fairies aren't doing it very much. Mm. Interesting. So that's the, the thing that <clears throat> this game has like a, what I feel like is a really good storyline baked in there. It just, it's kind of hard to get to it because of all of the day stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the tasks that you quick. have to do. Yeah. And the speed, like there's no adjusting the speed. Like, so my time at Porsche, you're able to adjust how time travels right. like, relative to you. Um, this does not a- afford you that same ability in this game. You just are stuck at the same speed. So eventually, with your farm, the fairies, there's four fairies all together because, you know, you're different elements and everything. Right. right. And as you um, complete stuff in the little book the fairies want you to read in your house, they will give you stuff to be able to do. So, like, you can eventually set up sprinklers. You can eventually, like, harvest more at a time. So it kind of starts to eventually cut down your time. 
um, it just takes a little while to get to it hmm. because it, it's kind of built in with depending on what chapter you're in. And since you guys are just in chapter three, like it's just a grind. Yeah. 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 Which I don't, I mean, some of that's okay. Cause I can see, I can handle grind stuff if I can see a, pro- a progression. Yeah. Cause like right. every day I'm buying seeds, but I'm having yeah. more leftover money. So like I bought the upgraded bag and then bought fishing and then bought, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I just keep kind of having a surplus and I'll try to do a little bit of storyline in there. But like you said, you can't really plan to go on an adventure when you get out the door and it's already past noon. It's kind of like yeah. your life. You're not going to get a lot done for the days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like there was one period of time where I was like, okay, well it's like what five, mm-hmm. it was five in the afternoon. It was five in the afternoon. And I was like, okay, well, I, w- I don't want to just sit on my farm and not do anything because I just spent the entire day, I don't know, basically working it and then going to Lethe Village to get more stuff, more more seeds to come back and plant things or whatever. So it was basically between my farm and Lethe that I spent most of the day. But I didn't want, I didn't just want to waste the rest of the day. So I was like, okay, well, let me go explore at least a little bit. So I was like, okay, I traveled over to um Nemia Villa or yeah Nemia and it was like by the time I got there it just took me forever and it was like I was just racing to get back home because the day was yeah. over yeah you know how many more of those return home bells oh no I oh, always yeah. take a a, a, yeah. a return bell I try not to me. use them I think I've used one so I did notice that it gives you a couple, a little bit of warning, like like I said, the, the fog stuff around your screen, but it doesn't instantly screw you over. Like I can't, what time is it in the morning before it forces you to go back and makes you pay Cress a, a fortune? I mean, is so four in the morning, midnight. I don't remember what it is, but it's. I mean, um, so midnight is one where it says, "Hey, you're you're really tired." Um, as far as going past midnight. I don't really know what the time is because it doesn't show you the time after that. Yeah, because it's all cloudy. I just know you're on a time crunch because yeah. it does another tier. I know that. So there's does... another. There's one more tier. I think after the midnight one to be like, hey, you're like exhausted. I don't know exactly <laughs> what it says. <laughs> it's saying um, it so politely though. It's not saying right. you're about to fucking have to pay some money. You know? right. <laughs> what I don't like is like to me. I'm like, hey, if I'm on my farm, I I shouldn't. Just leave me alone. I'm on my farm. But yeah, like you pass out, you're gonna wake you up on be, your farm. Yeah, like if you well no, you'll wake up in your bed, but like just say that you're walking into the house and it's just a little bit past, you'll pass out your front door and she's like, You passed out your front door. I'm like, I'm on my front door. I'm that's like, I know, that's why? what I'm saying though. Like realistically, it's like I'm on my property, let me sleep. It's fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. If I'm in my own ditch drunk, that's not your problem. Exactly. It's my ditch. Let me be. Yes. But she's like, No, give me a quarter of your money. I yeah. helped you to the door. Why yeah. are you stalking yeah. me? <laughs> you shouldn't even know that. Like what? I, I do think so. I do think that she does have a cap point on how much she'll charge you. Because <laughs> do you I'm remember dying. what she charged you the last time? I just got to see what I'm. In um, for. what was it like? Uh, one thousand, like sixty. You know, one thousand six hundred fifty or so. How much do you have, though? Like, oh well, don't I don't have very much right now. I just blew my money on a bunch of stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> I um, so even I'm, with 104 <laughs> hours in, she's like, I'm I'm still broke, dog. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, okay, you can't so, make enough for all the stuff there is to buy. <laughs> so, um, I will. So, I found that if I farm, um, in the summer, um, I farm watermelon, which you could sell. I mean, they cost a bunch, but they sell really good. I made a ton of money off of that. And then in the fall, um, if I plant pumpkins, um, they sell 
a lot like the watermelon too. So my summer and my fall, I will, and they're both of them are 14 days it takes to grow. Oh, I know. That's so I buy as much points. as I can and I try to do a double batch of them. So then I have money. So then when winter comes and I'm bored as hell because I'm tired of planting potatoes, um, that's when I'll go and I'll do the storyline and stuff. And then spring, I, I put in some of the stuff that I need and still do the storyline. So I have two seasons that like I will focus on making sure I get those things done and uh, just to get some money in. And so by the time winter comes, I'm blowing my money again, either upgrading my farm or weapons. So because I'm currently... I'm on year two of, <laughs> <laughs> of winter frost. I'm on the like, uh, I think it's the 23rd day now after playing Yeah, today. so I'm, in the, I'm not even through the first month yet. So she, yeah, she's about to hit the third year. Yeah, I just, yeah. I'm yeah. almost to the end of the first month, which is about to put me into the second season. Huh. Yeah, and yeah. you guys still have like, there's still a cave that you get that you can harvest or plant stuff. There's like um, a whole little... Um, lake that you plant stuff that grows in water um, during different That's seasons. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of other extra things. How are you broke with all the adoptions? <laughs> because all I, I do is try to make money well, on that game right now. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I try to make money, but then I have to go and I have to upgrade my weapons and stuff through the game. Um, upgrading my don't, farm. Brady, I, I think ever, I'm on. I think I'm on nine of upgrading my farm. Brainy, has a pyramid scam ever got a hold of you before? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, it has. Yeah, I could see yeah. it. <laughs> I have to get more of these so I could sell more of these. I'm, I'm back to broke I, yeah. again. That's the process. That's how the process works. <laughs> so, so all I is... did, how I make my money, is I do the quests, and I capped my stone and my wood at 30 that I keep in storage. Other than that, I throw, I, I sell everything. So that's, okay, so... I'm kind of the same way you are. So what I do is I do everything I can in my garden. It's possible. Yep, exactly. And then if I, and here's what happened like probably five days in a row. By the time I got stuff done and did like maybe went to town to buy more seeds and talk to like one person, mm -hmm. it would literally be like one or two. And I was like, well, don't get the quest today. Guess I'll fish the rest of the day and sell all the fish <laughs> I catch. And that's all yeah. I would do. I would just yeah. sell everything I get from the farm. And then I would just sell all of the fish I got in that process in that time. You know, and then one time that's I went back up there because I, when I told you I thought about today about fighting one of them baddies, I went back up there and I was like, dude, I'll just I'll just farm up there. If there's a spot to fish, I'll fish. If there's stuff I can kill and harvest, whatever they got, I'll do it. Yep. And so I was like, I'll just collect all that shit and sell it. So mm -hmm. yep, that's exactly what I do. Is like I try to go find places like dungeons. I'll go crawl them like the the Nord Step. I'll go walk through it instead of actually like just bypassing it. I'll go walk through it to get to Nemia. Um, you know, I'll just go walk around Nemia to get to the Heaven's Egg and then I'll walk around Heaven's Egg Dungeon, um, you know, just to get through the dungeon place like that's and then take all the materials you get from there and just go sell that stuff. Uh, because I, I tend to at this point not be able to utilize all the materials I have with the crafting recipes that I have. So until I'm able to burn through all of that materials, like I, I'm just going to keep selling it. And then once I've got enough crafting recipes that I'm can, I can burn through all that stuff, then I'll start adjusting like what I keep in in where in sure. like my warehouse or whatever, my little stockpile, and yeah, just kind of go from there. But did you? Yeah, I did a lot of that too. Yeah. So on the battling is a little bit harder than I thought I expected, especially after playing something like my time at Porsche. And it's not hard as in like 
there, it's just like overly complex. It's not like we're playing Dark Souls, but it was harder than I expected because I did feel like a a pressure to not just switch jobs, but also like heal in the middle of combat and make sure oh, yes. you had stuff oh, on yeah. your thing. Yep. They kind of utilize all the buttons to have multiple functions. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you have to hit your trigger to be able to go to, like, if you have a special cast ability for whatever yeah. job role you're Hold in. Hold it down, then hit yep. the button. Yeah, Exactly, yeah. And then you have to trigger, you have to tilt on the fly using your, your D-pad um, to say, you know, ch- uh, choose whatever uh, item you have in to your heal, inventory yeah. to heal or use whatever. Like, if you just need stamina, get your stamina back up, you know, whatever it is. You know, you, there's a whole lot of stuff that you've got going on. Uh, you just got to kind of keep track of. And it's yeah, not just for you. It's for your entire party. Right. So. Yeah. And it's live action combat. So it's not um, like turn based, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. I mean, that's fine. That's got, you don't really see as many. I don't feel like you see a lot of turn based strategy RPGs anymore. Yeah. No, RPGs. I think that's really They've, gone that's away. Really? Yeah. People, I don't think it's, I think it's um, a patience thing. Like it is not fast enough paced. Yeah. You know, to sit there and be like, I think I'll do Firega this time. <laughs> you know, and then that, okay, this person's going to do Kiraga. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely a different world now in that stuff. Yeah, I remember when, like, and I only bring this up so much because it's Square Enix, but like, I remember when they went to Final Fantasy 12 and it was like, you know, live action combat. Yeah. You know, but still, well, still well, real, like, real time strategy is what they call it, I think. Which one was it when they started introducing, like, the triggers you had to pull after you even chose your attack? Um, was it? Nine or uh, not okay. So nine was where they introduced Vivi, and you had Zidane with the tail. Ten. So, oh no, then it wasn't. It was maybe so, yeah. Because seven was Cloud, eight was Yuri with the gun blades, nine was Vivi was a, and Zidane. It, it was the was, one with the gun blades. So when you eight. attacked with the gun blades, yep, yeah, it was the eight. Then you attack with the gun blades on attack. You had to time it out and hit your X or square or whatever to time it out and do the extra damage on the attack. Like, I remember that introduction. You were still turn-based, but trying to get a little bit more live action in there and keeping you engaged. I'm yeah. Like, dude, I don't so, care for that so much, man. Like, <laughs> I just want to do strategy. I was used to Ledger Dragoons. Just let me pick my three moves. Then they'll go. <laughs> then I'll recover from that and do another attack. Like, exactly. <laughs> dude, so I was re- I was reminded of a, a dark RPG uh, emo style, like, RPG. I don't know if you ever played this, but it cracks me up. I ever thought about this, and I remember really liking it. It was very gothic-y type, but it had that wheel that you had to time out for your attacks. It was called Shadow Hearts. Did you ever hear that game? And your main character kind of looked like the main character from Final Fantasy VIII, but it is a like a dark emo type. Uh, like the main antagonist was like this dude with like a top hat. And the, I remember like the I remember <laughs> yeah. the opening cut scene. God, I want to send you a link for just the opening cut scene, which you know, back then the graphics were good. Now you know whatever. But You're right. I was like, oh my gosh! I remember, dude. That was like one of those random turn-based RPGs like nobody knew about. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it was it, eight was probably the first one to do that. And then, like I said, um, by the time you got to eleven, was the first one they tried online. Yeah. And then twelve was where they first got kind of just did away with turn base. Yeah. You know, you still had to pick moves, but you could run around in open combat. And I don't think they've really went back to turn-based. I don't think it holds up. No. No, I mean... Not the only with... game still doing that's Pokemon, I think. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. That um, I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that's come out recently that does any turn-based combat anymore. 
Um, I think just, yeah, you're right. People's attention spans, just keeping them engaged in the action. They also, to me, it's just a bit of dumbing down, like lowest common denominator. You're, you don't have to actually plan or think through. You're just smashing buttons. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know if I can get on that board because I think they're more challenging in a way. I don't think so. I think, I think there's a lot. I mean, I think if you look at some of the older uh, turn-based stuff, there's a lot of strategy and pre-planning you got to do into it, especially in higher end fights. Yeah, Uh, sure. Legends of Dragoon's an excellent example of that. Like if you didn't go into that, fully ready with your party prepared you could walk into some fights and just get your ass handed to you Um, yeah i mean i don't i don't disagree i mean but i i i I think there's some give and take on both of those because it's definitely more challenging on on a live battle depending on the game and like i said this one kind of caught me by surprise and it's not even that complex yeah no i mean it, it was more challenging than i would have given it credit for yeah for sure because like i said it wasn't as necessarily button mashy. You had to be strategic about what you were going to plan out. Like that was one good side of it. Um, yeah, and definitely changed jobs. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that was a that was a reason why is like the fact that you had to toggle between things is a, is a good factor as to what helped to make that a little bit more complex. Well, Brandy, I'd like to hear uh, some thoughts you have on this game. Cause I mean, this seems like it's been your bread and butter for a while and, and talk <laughs> about your, talk about your video game past. I mean, you know, I know you played the shit out of Pokemon go. Give us some other stuff that you just spent dumped some hours into. Oh, and you played, um, animal crossing too, right? Yes. Uh, animal crossing is a ridiculous amount of hours. It's probably the most hours I put in any. Well, I, I guess Pokemon. I Pokemon probably. Pokemon had... first and then Animal Crossing because I uh, actually wrote that down. I had a feeling you were going to ask about that. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. Uh, Animal Crossing is uh, 620 hour plus. <laughs> oh my God. I'm back in like school again. Elder Scrolls 3. <laughs> Just living on that game. It's like, um, I, I can't play sports. I'm sorry. I got to go home and play video games for <laughs> nine hours straight. <laughs> Um, as far I couldn't as... even tell you what I did on that game. <laughs> it's all side quest. Yeah. Um, as far as games, I mean, um, I didn't, I, I didn't grow up with a lot of game systems. I had the original Nintendo, which I still have. Um, and so I played a lot of Mario games and Mario three, I think I played like all the time. And then I didn't get any more systems until I started buying them myself. So I guess, uh, the Wii would have been the next thing that I bought. Um, but like Twilight Princess, dude, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Like but that, yeah. um, I did um, I did steal um, the console and TV from other people. So I mean, I put a ton of time in the first Grand Theft Auto. Um, I got pretty obsessive over that one, um, and then I really haven't played a ton of stuff until um, you know Pokemon Go, um, and then I got into Animal Crossing. And what else have I played? I feel like Pokemon Go took the world by storm. Tiny Tina's. Oh, yeah. I started Tiny Tina's, which I I probably will venture back to that one. Um, I guess I played the new Pokemon. Um, RKS, yeah. Did um, you like it at all? I did. I got 50 hours in that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you played that for a hot minute. So, yeah. I, I, I have picked up on some of the Pokemon games um, because Aiden plays them, too. So if he plays them, I kind of look at it because there was the... Um, 
what the Pikachu and Eevee one. Um, yeah. I played that one. I didn't finish it, but I, I'm put probably fifty. Some and hours I think on that, that one actually. I think that one actually paired up with Pokemon. It did. Yeah. 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 I didn't transfer my Pokemon to it though. But I, I think I, I actually might have. Yeah, I I didn't for some reason. I don't remember why. Um, because yeah, I thought that was like one of the whole reasons why you got the game, where like why you made so got yeah. It. But when it came to, I think it had something to do like if you transferred it to your game, you wouldn't actually have it in your other game. Oh, and huh. so I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, but I guess um, well, I guess if you look at phone games and stuff, I played a lot of that Farmville for. Years, <laughs> you might remember that. I believe you were living here at the time. Maybe, but I didn't play that. I don't remember that. Um, I got stuck. We won't go into that rabbit hole. I actually, I'm not a big <laughs> phone game person. I haven't been ever. But there was a mafia game. I think I played for like a week straight, and then just is I with those games, kind of like um Candy Crush. Those yeah. are those games where they'll get me for like a minute, and then I just, I just. Almost have this like epiphany. I'm like, oh, what am I fucking doing? And I just like delete it off my phone. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Okay, I, I, I did, did the same thing with Candy Crush. I played that game for like a week and I was like, what the fuck no. am I doing with myself? Put I, way too many hours I did put a lot of hours into that, but you know, some of that was just like I was working and I was bored. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to play some Candy Crush while I'm standing here in the aisle. Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> Keep your brain from going into fucking coma. But, hey, but um, I get yeah. It. I think, um, I don't know, something about playing Animal Crossing has got me into looking at more, um, I guess you categorize it as cozy games, um, where I could just set it down and come back later. Um, so you can't I'm slowly... this game, you'll be getting woke up by Chris <laughs> telling right. you money. Right. I think she's the mob, dude. Um, <laughs> I mean, here lately I started playing uh, Harvest Moon. Yeah. So, so I'm a big Harvest Moon fan. Yeah, so I played them way long ago on like Game Boy. I played them on Nintendo uh, on the Cube. I mean, I've played GameCube. I've played. I'm a Harvest Moon fan. Always have <laughs> been, um, because Jada's mom and I used to play the shit out of those games. That was like your first cartoony like life simulation. I think also kind of that's like a cozy game, like a life yeah. simulation game, but it's not like The Sims. Right. You know, it's not quite so realistic. People aren't freaking out and you're getting jobs and stuff. This, you're like, have your own little garden and livestock and make babies and sell them and go to town and do shit. I loved it. I played the shit out of those games. So that's why. <laughs> but I tried. It was, the funny part is, though, when I was in high school, a girl kept telling me, she's like, oh, you play Harvest Moon? That's a really good game. You should try Animal Crossing. I never could get into them. And I still can't mm-hmm. for some reason. I tried. Shay got the most recent one when it first came and he played it quite mm-hmm. a bit. I just couldn't really get into it. I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just like uh, the what the Disney Dreamlight. Oh yeah, Valley. there's the. I can't get into that one, and it's, it's still the exact same thing. Huh. That I, I think it's because I'm not a Disney person. Like I like some Disney, but I'm not obsessed with Disney. The best thing I saw with Disney was Kingdom Hearts, but that's just me. Again, back to a Square Enix title. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I did actually really like Kingdom Hearts. I don't think I even gave a shit about Disney characters other than like Aladdin. I think I've always had a soft spot for Aladdin. Poor kid <laughs> trying to get the princess. I've always had a, I've always been an Aladdin fan. But yeah, no. And of course, Genie. But I mean, yeah, come on. Can I make all my wishes come true? Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Burritos and wild cherry Pepsi. I was like, <laughs> gotta remember, I was young. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, I was curious about that, like some of your background on games and stuff. I knew what you had played, 
um, a little bit, but I wasn't sure on the hours. <laughs> well, I mean, I've always told AJ, I'm like, hey, if I find a game bad, I'll start just deep diving in and I'm not going to get out anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a warning label at the beginning, you know, a yeah. warning. like, dude, I'll play, but I don't know when I'm going to see you again. Exactly. <laughs> now you know how we felt about World of Warcraft. I was about yeah. to say, I was like, that's a World of Warcraft thing. So you watched us rot into corpses oh on, on your, in your front living room playing that game. Exactly. It's Saturday. And I would look down, I'd go, oh, no, it's actually Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we, we have to go to work in like 10 hours. Wait a second. When I'm getting up, you guys are still playing. And yeah. I'm like, have you gone to bed yet? We work tonight. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. <laughs> Again, just grinding it out. Yeah. No, we played that game a shit ton. That, to me, still hands down. I've not put hours on any game like I have that game. No. You remove the internet from it, then it's a, kind of one of the games we're well, the game we're going to talk about at the end of this episode is in the same genre of the one I probably put the most hours on that wasn't attached to the internet. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's just harder to do for me now, but we'll see. Um, well, okay, Brainy, let me ask you this. What is your favorite part about this game? I mean, it's always just the, the planting and uh, animals, like. I don't know. Something just relaxing about farming. I don't know why. Having your own homestead. Just. I, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean. We all quit our jobs and find a plot of land in Alaska. <laughs> just. I don't know. Um, it just. I mean, it's the same thing. Um, Animal Crossing was the same thing. You just kind of go over there and plant stuff. This getting into Harvest Moon is the same thing. Cause I'm just like, yeah, there's a storyline, but I'm just going to plant stuff and, yeah. and make money. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what I did on those games as well. Yeah. And I've got a garden in real life. And let me tell you, it's not near as fun. No, <laughs> it's, no it's not. Right. It's really not. Uh, well, man, I think we should let her rate the game first if, if yeah. everybody's ready. Which, by the way, I've, that beer of mine has been gone for a very long time. Yeah. I, we, I think we both cracked a second one over here. So. Yeah, that's an interesting one. And I'm going to have to see if I can find that now. It is a crazy a, interesting one. It's a I'm party just... one. I feel like it's one I want to take to the pool. Uh, at the father, I was like, guys, guys, try these pickle sour beers and see what they say. <laughs> I do think the taste is better than the smell, though. Uh, yeah. The I smell to agree. me wasn't exactly like a jar of pickles. It had a little bit like robust peel flavor or peel smell to it. But the flavor to me was like really good. Yeah. So what do you think? What do, what do you have for the rating? We'll start with the game. Uh, out so, of 10 carrots how many carrots you get in this game? <laughs> um i would probably put it at like maybe a 9.1 yeah so fairly high because i do remember your uh, <laughs> last couple games oh yeah <laughs> And you're like, uh, I guess a two if I have to give it a number. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I mean, it sucked me in. And so I obviously I put a lot of time. I haven't put as much time as I did with Animal Crossing. But um, I mean, it, it caught my attention. It kept my attention. So, yeah, I mean, I and considering that I've never uh, played a game exactly like a, a Final Fantasy sort of a game, um, I'll probably explore a little bit more. 
Yeah. I was about to say, so did any of the weirdness with, like, even the combat or just the... Because a lot of the elements of this game is very Final Fantasy-ish. Did, um, so did yeah. some of that, besides just the harvesting type stuff, grab your attention or make it more appealing? Um. Well, I'm considering that um, when you're fighting a lot of the monsters anyways, you're harvesting still. Um, it kind of just blended in with it because it's like, okay, this is just kind of another task to gather some more stuff is the way I looked at it. Um. I definitely need to take another look at um, the fighting components with it because um, I didn't really focus too much on it. So whenever it says, hey, there's a percentage of this and a percentage of that or whatever with your weapons, like I still don't have a clue what they're talking about. So, and you know, even with the um, playing Tiny Tina, like that's a part of the game that I'm like, I don't understand any of what these stats mean. Um, so that's something that um, with this game, if if I can continue to play um, through this, I mean, after the story is done, um, I will probably dive in and maybe understand that a little bit more. And actually, it would probably help uh, going forward with playing games like that, you know, probably pick up Tiny Teeny again and understand it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, like. I don't know. I mean, and it, it, it came off simple to me to battle um, because I was a little bit concerned because when I got into like my first battle, I was like, I have no idea what I do. I am going to just push a bunch of buttons and see what happens. <laughs> um, We've all played and, Mortal Kombat. I get it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know what any of this stuff does. And that's why um, I had gotten stuck on this last boss. And I was like, oh, yeah, because I got stuck using the same weapons that I just liked. That I knew like how to, you know, maneuver it and everything. Um, then I just found out it was just a fail on my part because I forgot to add other people to my party when I went to that boss. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think um, I'll probably deep dive into understanding more of the fighting part of it. But so far, I didn't really have to know much about it. I, I've still managed to go through the storyline. So, yeah, I think, I think for. Well, I can't vouch for us, but I'll I'll kind of vouch for us. I think that's like a natural thing anymore from the games that we've played. I'm always paying attention to stat bonuses. And I always, even like a game like you might try that is turn, I thought, thought about this also, that's kind of a turn-based strategy RPG is Mario Rabbid Kingdom on Switch is turn-based strategy. You're on a grid, you take your turn, your characters take their turns and the other team takes their turns. Uh, but even then, if you're going to pick elements to go into, I always pay attention because there's certain things I like. We've talked about this with like vampirism, if you're absorbing health or, or more defense or what if you play a mage versus a warrior. Um, and my, so my next question is, so they have these types of games. In this game, we didn't really bring this up. You know, I, I told you, uh-oh, I paid, <laughs> trying to destroy my place here. Um, I told you I spent 40 bucks on it, but I did notice this is also on Microsoft Windows. So you could technically play this on a computer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then this would be my next thing. Every game you mentioned is really a Switch style game. Do you, are you intimidated or just dislike, or is it just si the simple fact of it's just easier? I mean, I know we both have, like, we all have a lot of kids here. I get it sometimes just let them have the TV and you can play on your Switch and you can, like, still watch and multitask or whatever. Or do you think you just prefer Switch type games? Um, honestly, um, I I don't think I have a preference. I like the Switch just for the convenience. I can grab it, um, you know, if I've got to go sit at, and, at a practice or something with the kids, I can just grab it and go. Um, if 
everything is occupied in the, in the house, which is usually the thing, I can just pick up my Switch. So the Switch is just more convenient for me. Um, I'm not opposed to a computer, but um, AJ's on his computer a lot. So <laughs> I didn't know that <laughs> when when he <laughs> wants to when we have room and when he wants to buy me a computer, um, we can I, I probably play games on it, too. But um, I mean, I we've been playing on the I've been playing on the PS5 lately. Um, just yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's where the Harvest Moon came from. Um, oh, yeah. That's also where um, another game that I I thought was very strange um, that I might do the demo and see if I like came from. So um, sometimes it's just convenience, and um, I don't really I don't have much of a preference really. Um, I am weird about controllers though, um, and that's just more. Um, I need to get used to using them more than anything. <laughs> Every, I've, everybody I've ever talked to has the taking the jump to playing on PC, like mouse and keyboard is always just one of those. Uh, I mean, I was intimidated by it when I first switched over to playing one on my computer. I mean, it was just, I don't know. It's just, you get so used to a, like a, a control, like a controller. It just seems so much easier. Right. You know, um, when it really is, it's just because there's less you can do on it. Right. I you know. I'm definitely not um opposed to it. Um I think um I I kind of watching um AJ play Tiny Tina and then me playing Tiny Tina on the Xbox, I think I probably would like it better on the PC. Um it looks better than it did on the Xbox. And sometimes that's all it takes for me is like is it does it look better? Cuz if it looks better, yeah. I'm going to go with that. Well, even humankind on my computer screen just made me like it that much more. It was, it was so beautifully big displayed in my face. Plus, I can't see that well anyway. Yeah. So, like, I, if I ever play in the living room on the on the TV, I still pull a chair up there and sit like it's a TV, like it's a computer monitor. Like, I still, I still sit four feet away from it. Like, I've done that since I was, like, seven years old. I don't think I've ever done anything different. I want it right in my face. Yeah, I have that problem, too. All right, man. What about you? So, for me on the game, the game kind of surprised me. Um, it was... So, th this is something that I thought, like, playing the, the you know, my time at Porsche, um, the more I kind of went back and thought about it, like, the more I should have, you know, really kind of gave it a chance. And this game kind of is along that same line. This is, um, it's got a good story. The thing that kind of draws it back for me is like, it doesn't allow me to go through the story as fast as I want to go through the story. Um, but that's maybe just me wanting to play the game the way I want to play the game. And the game's like, it, it's it's got a way it wants you to play it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like you said, I mean, like I said, I, I burned probably three or four days just because, I didn't get out the door. I didn't get off the property quick enough. Yeah. So I'll yeah. tell you on that. Yep. And, you know, that's not necessarily a, a bad thing. Um, it's just, you know. It's like it's the a definition of what she said, a cozy game. I mean, that's like. Yeah. That kind of makes me think that way because it's like, no, 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 no. Slow down, baby. Slow down. <laughs> that's See, like how it feels, you know. And I don't, yeah, I don't have that chill mode, I guess. But, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, for me, like, the, the numbers that I was thinking it was like 7.4. It's like a fairly solid game. Um, 
I think I could definitely get back and pick this up and play it again. Um, it, it's a it's a decent game. It's to me the thing I liked about it that I would like say I would pick this over like other games that are in the same vein is that it is the JRPG style. Like that style, oh man, it, that that one that's what really drew me into it. Just the 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 way it played out was a lot better um, to me. Uh, even being on the Switch, it didn't like throw me off uh, for some reason. It was like the first time it wasn't a problem for a game for me. So yeah, this I mean, of course. So surprise, surprise. I wrote down seven point four. <laughs> <laughs> so I had it, and I, I like was weighing it out in my head. Right before we had Brandy explain, I was like, well, I better get prepared because I don't want to go into this blindly and be like, oh, shit, what am I going to rank this game? So earlier on, right before I asked her, and I thought maybe she would sway me a little bit if she talked about it. Um, But the thing I thought about was I went, I would probably say in the vein that it's in, which would be the whole Harvest Moon Animal Crossing, my time at Porsche style games. um, 6.8 is where I kind of started. Uh And then I went, but what brought it up was the combat actually having some challenges to it um which is a little that's when she said the whole thing like she still made it to the end blah blah blah. without that i went oh that's that i gotta see how that's gonna affect me then but the other so the other part was the storyline yeah because so not that my time at portion didn't have a storyline but it didn't seem near as engaging or as like interesting as this like you're just trying to find your dad and yeah well yeah yeah, your dad leaves you this shit and the town's like no longer believes in it's like an amish redone version of a video game because they're like (laughs) fuck technology you know yeah they're like oh you're you're not you're a bad person if you're trying to figure out technology that's like the only thing i got from my time at porsche and not i mean this is part of the storyline or whatever you know right civilizations like you know finding old technology Apparently society's collapsed, but this game's like, here's a unicorn, here's a girl from the future, here's some fucking armored omens that everybody like doesn't want to be a part of. Then there's these crystals controlling the seasons. It's quite a shit's gonna melt your face. Don't go outside. Death straining. You're welcome. It's like a whole sort of stuff. So that's actually what bumped my score up and the combat. Like I said, the combat only wavered off of her comment that it didn't really affect her getting to the end of the game. But yeah, so I like started at 6.8 because it's just a solid game. And then I climbed to 7.4 and you're like, Oh, it's a 7.4. I was <laughs> like, yeah, of course we would do that. I already have my score for the drink wrote down. We'll see if we go two for two on this one. <laughs> All um, right. So don't think about it too much, but here's what I'd actually like to read. So this was first off, uh, wherever you're listening to us at, please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say. Um, here's what I was going to say. Before we give our scores on this, uh, props to you guys for finding not only the game, but this pickle beer, because that's just one of those crazy, it wasn't another IPA, it wasn't a stout, it wasn't a lager, it was, dude, try this dill pickle sour. <laughs> as as I'm like planting cucumbers in my garden, it was just couldn't be better timing. Uh, happy May 4th to everybody also. May the 4th be with you. But I will read a little bit about this brewery that is from Illinois. Let me see if I can find this here. So first off, I'll read about the pickle ale itself. Um, so in collaboration with Sucker Punch Gourmet, which I'm sure is a, a brine seasoning. And for those of you who don't like do that stuff, it's just like a mix you make and then fill your jars up when you can that stuff. Um 
The tart citrusy flavors of a uh, Destil Goze Sour or Goze Ale combined with the unmistakable zesty garlicky flavor of Sucker Punch dill pickle to create a uniquely delicious knockout flavor experience year round. It's a year round release, which I think is kind of crazy. Really think this would almost be like a seasonal. Yeah. Um, and then, so I actually looked into the website. Their restaurant stuff looks, I mean, from everything I saw, looks like they're doing pretty good for themselves. Like it definitely doesn't look like a hole in the wall. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which we did find a hole in the wall that didn't look like a hole in the wall. So, <laughs> no, you I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, the, what was that? Oz Brewing. Oz in, Brewing. Yeah. In Phillipsburg, Kansas. Was that the name of that? I think it was Phillipsburg. Something yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess you can't really judge demographically always. There are some hidden gems out there. <laughs> they probably don't sell pickle vodka shots, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not no, where not, they're at. No. No, not where they're at. Um, so, here's what their stuff said. You can chase the roots of distill, uh, pronounced distill, however, back to the first five-gallon batch of beer made by the founder and CEO, Matt Potts, in a glass home brew kit given to him by his wife, Lynn, for Christmas in 1995. After many years of practicing law and brewing professionally in Elmwood, Illinois, with his first brew pub concept, Matt and Lynn decided a new venture was worth pursuing. The first distill restaurant and brew works opened in Normal, Illinois, on November 23, 2007. Um, and then they, it kind of just talks about next where they moved around a little bit. And then let me see here. I'll jump down to since its formation. This is after they've kind of bumped around to, uh, some other warehouses in Bloomington, Illinois, since its f- formation, numerous craft beer industry insiders, organizations, and competitions have recognized and honored the production brewery. By the end of 2015, there were more demand for distilled beer than could be produced at the GE warehouse production facility. So in June, 2016, construction began, and Beer Hall's massive 47,000 square foot, which is huge, $15 million brewery complex in Normal, Illinois, on about six acres of land. So that's where they moved to, which is crazy. Mm. Uh, all brewery operations ceased at the old facility in March, and the new brewery was commissioned by April 2017. The new brewery and Beer Hall opened to the public on May 27th, 2017. And I'm really going to emphasize that date because Elijah and myself have a birthday on that day. So Nice. <laughs> But anyway, so that's what I'll say. And Brandy, as our guest, and not only that, I think this is literally homage to you, uh, <laughs> you and my wife for sure. So lead it away with your score on this, which I can already bet high since you drank two of them. <laughs> I've never seen her drink two of anything. Dude, like, what the takes, fuck? Dude, she gets a spoonful of IPA and she spits out and goes, don't ever ask me to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I probably could have had uh, a third or a fourth of it. So I like it. You um, better stock up on that stuff, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be making a trip out to Lucas <laughs> Liquor out in Overland Park to get some more. Yeah. Um. So I um I ranked it very high and I ranked it at a ten because <laughs> holy shit is that our first ten on the podcast? Uh, I think so. I think yeah. I, this is our first. 10. Yeah, um, I, I believe so, but... You popped um, our 10 cherry. What the fuck? I, <laughs> um, I mean, I I like... I've tried I've tried quite a bit of sours. I would say that, like, um, though I don't like beer at all, um, I have started to like sours, but this didn't, this didn't taste like I was drinking alcohol. This just tasted like I was drinking pickle juice, which I do almost every day anyways. So... <laughs> She does. I can attest to that. Look, if it's not pickle juice, it's vinegar. Okay, have problems. She does. Um, but yeah, no, I this is this is probably my uh favorite beer. Um, 
sour for sure. And uh, yeah, you're going to have to go buy some more because. Real quick. Um, Mother's Day's coming up. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Uh, Jesse, did you see what I sent you through Messenger right before we got on? No, I haven't. Don't yet. when you see that, I feel like that would be a good Mother's Day gift. So you, <laughs> okay. should really, you should really look into that. I think you're gonna laugh. <laughs> Don't let her see it in case you use the idea for Mother's Day. <laughs> All right, just wait. You'll see. You'll get a kick out of it. I did send it to <laughs> Bailey, and she also laughed about it. But... I'll probably laugh about it too. Whatever it is. All right, so uh, t- yeah, like I said, you literally popped our tin cherry. I don't, I really don't think <laughs> yeah. we created anything at ten. Uh, like I said, I probably would have drank like two more of these because it, it was not. It was. It was just like drinking. for anybody listening, you, you, your husband just said, "I don't think I've ever seen her drink two of anything," and I can attest to that. I also don't think I have. I mean, most of the time, to be quite honest, I'll drink, I'll, like a, I'll half drink a half a can and be like, do you want and the rest the, of this? Yes. And then I'll end up I literally have done that like twice this week, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I end up having half a can of beer I didn't plan on having. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No. So, yeah. Okay. Well, Jesse, take it away, bud. Let's, I think uh, it's on you, man. You're oh, next. it is the drink. It is the it drink. Is the You're drink. not wrong. Ooh, now I feel the pressure because I wanted to see if you matched mine. <laughs> uh, so this is okay. So we've had a couple. I feel like a couple brews that were just weird ass flavors, right? That were more for like, I want. I don't know if the, you'd say nostalgia, but more for like um, novelty. They, they there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, more of a novelty type. Yeah. You know, we had the hot pepper Lucy one that that was a novelty for fucking sure. That made, <laughs> just, just, it made Tum some money from my house for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is one of those weird ones, though, like, I would, I really would buy a six-pack and take it over in the summer just to have, I'm not know that everybody would like it, but I think some people would also not like it just to not like it, just because it's, like, a pickle beer, you know? Yeah. But I think everybody would try it, and I think everybody, if they were honest to themselves, would be shocked at the taste of this, unless you're just that person that's like, I can't stand pickles. I don't eat pickles. They're disgusting. Yeah. Uh, if Unless you're that person, if you're really being honest with yourself and you take a couple drinks out of this... And let it set for a second before you make a judgment call. I think if you'll go, you know, that's actually surprisingly a lot better than I expected. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, for like, I really thought this would just be like the novelty thing. Like, okay, we're gonna drink a pickle beer, but it's actually really good. Um, I gave it a seven point three. Nice. I'm higher. Okay. <laughs> so I'm actually yeah a little bit higher. I'm I'm gonna go fall at a flat eight. Um. The reason why is honestly, I don't like drinking pickle juice. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, I really I don't love like drinking pickle juice. I really don't like drinking pickle juice. Um, uh, this um, it it does just taste like pickle juice, though. Um, it doesn't taste like you're drinking a beer, but there's a, just a little bit of that. I don't know. There's whatever lactic acid they use to brew this. It, it's that right type of tart. To kind of cut through. Do you want my honest opinion? I didn't get that. Huh. I, I think the garlic in it. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what that little robusty type flavor was. It wasn't mm. just vinegary pickle juice. Yeah. And then when I read that, which I read it before we drink, and then after drinking it and read that little part, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, I think, what I'm catching. Then it kind of, it kind of like rounds it out better does that make it, sense yeah mm-hmm. it, it it does not just taste like uh like it's her not, jar of pickles right that she's exactly drinking out of. Yeah. Like, right because it's something's keeping the, the pitch of that heightened flavor 
mm-hmm. down. I think it's the garlic. Okay. Just my yeah. opinion. I don't know. That. No, I, I think Something. you're right on that. But I like, think it is the garlic. It was definitely way more drinkable. I could definitely, I, I did drink two of them. Um, I wouldn't have drank two jars of pickle, like or 12 well, ounces of pickle. Brandy, juice. I would have drank I mean, two jars of pickle juice. <laughs> I really would have. I, I would have. Yeah. So. And uh, it's weird too, because I'm not even like pickles as a, this is like the conversation. I feel like some need to defend myself when people's like, oh, I put 80 pickles on my sandwich. I'm like, I don't want them on my sandwich. And they're like, oh, you don't like pickles? No, I love pickles, but don't put them on my sandwich. Cause I can't like, I don't put them on my cheeseburgers. Cause I can't taste anything but the pickle. Oh, I love see, pickles. So I, I love, eat a whole, yeah. See, no, I don't see, put them I'll on my burgers. Nine hundred miles high pickle, because I, I can still got, taste everything in the pickles. I just I like got the pickles to. There. Yeah, see, that's I mean, that's I feel some weird need to defend myself. He was like, I oh, don't like pickles. I fucking like pickles, but I like them by themselves. Yeah, the no, whole I get that big too. ass pickles. I just yeah. want to eat those, and, and I'll eat them there too. I just don't for some reason. I don't like drinking the juice. I oh, will no. eat a, a whole pickle by itself, but like. The juice. Mm-mm. I start my morning off with pickle juice. A lot of times, or vinegar. Yes, it's a good way to wake does. up. I think. I mean, I've heard there's healthy benefits to it. No, I think you're right. But I mean, I don't do it for any of those reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not you're not out running laps and then drinking for a little bit of cramping you have going on? No, I mean, no. literally, there's no electrolytes going on for this I mean, pickle juice. That's like, literally like Tyree Kill on the sideline. Taking little jars and they're like, what is that magic juice? No, he just has little jars of pickle juice. The dude chugs yeah. when he has cramps. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten to the point in the house. Be careful if you try to drink out of my drink. Oh, yes. If anybody tries to take a drink of her water, most likely it is half vinegar. Really? And you're going to burn your throat. Like, yes. yes. Brandy, you're probably never going to get cancer ever. I really <laughs> like you're going to you're going to be patient zero immune to cancer for, hey. because like, what did she do in her life? And. Yeah, what? Why did she live to 114? And nobody's gonna fucking know it. But the people that are already gone, that we're gonna leave at 70 if we're lucky, and you're gonna be 114, not dying. Like, why is why does she keep surviving? And it's gonna be the vinegar. They're gonna study your diet. It's gonna be like you know, I mean, other cultures with the high expect life expectancy. My great grandma swore by vinegar and pickle juice, and she lived for a long ass time. (laughs) <laughs> dude that food health book thing that i like listened to a while back that was the guy's like dude talk to your elders and your family and see what they ate that's like i don't know why that matters if just their body accustomed to it so genetically it gets passed down i don't know but i believe me uh i'm not going to take the opinion of a bunch of fat old mexicans like, just, <laughs> just saying well i mean i don't know my <laughs> Well, so I would take my dad's side over my my mom's side because my mom's side, this is like no shit, dude. This is like a true story I was told. So I guess my on my mom's side, like my great great grandpa on my mom's side would not sit down to eat dinner unless he had a bowl of grease on his plate to dip his food in. That is true that I was told. Like not even kidding. And so let's just play this out. So then my grandpa on that side, so my mom's dad, I'm guessing that would have been my mom's grandpa or great grandpa. My mom's dad had his first heart attack at 36 and I'm going, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember my cholesterol score? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> makes yeah. a lot of sense. So I'm like, "Okay, I need to That's why so the other grandpa on the other side lived to like 87 and he like, you know, had a hard life, but there was two things that dude did. He ate a lot of mixed nuts and he kept a little flask with him. He sipped on every day (laughs) throughout work. (laughs) 
So just saying, I'm, I'm probably, I see what you're saying. I'm going to pick one side to go to and it's probably yeah. going to be the dad side. Yeah. He lived longer. He didn't have heart or blood pressure problems and he got to drink every day. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, get a All flat right, eight. Uh, yeah, I'm going to call it a flat eight, dude. I think All it's right. definitely drinkable. I think it's actually something that would be fun to, to give to people, like you're saying. Yeah, man. yeah. I, like I said, I want to get a six-pack and take it to the her, you know, Bailey's dad's house for like a pool yeah. party. Look, I'm just going to show up with it all the time. And That's fine. This will be her go-to know. now. Okay, yeah. it's that pickle person. You need to She's buy. <laughs> you need to talk to the rep for this and like buy a flat. <laughs> And look at what I sent you on Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have tried other pickle stuff because we tried the the whiskey with the pickles oh, in it. Yeah. That was not the No, moonshine. okay, so moonshine pickles, pickles I've also had those. Great. Yeah. Those are no, not great. No, but that's good. because you just taste uh, rubbing alcohol. Correct, yes. yes. Yeah, it's so yes. strong. Yeah. So, like, the, Brainy, what yeah. you need to try is a pickle shot. That it's, it's vodka and pickle juice. You don't taste. No. If it's done right, you don't taste vodka. So at Renfest in Kansas City, they have um, what was it that Lily got? She got like a, uh, a Bloody Mary, and it had like half of it was pickle juice. It was like yeah. the best best thing ever. And so then that's when I came home and started making Bloody Mary. You put some with yeah. We put Tons. we've always done that. We yeah. do a little Worcestershire sauce. I love saying yep. that word. And then we uh, mm. we do a little bit of pickle juice, and then usually something for some heat. Ooh, um, you gotta add. Um, what is that? Uh, what is that thing hmm. that makes it a little bit spicy? I think we use the horseradish. That's it. That, yeah, I couldn't we do that think too. of it. Yeah, yep. we do fresh horseradish. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's pretty good. All right. Well, are you ready, sir? Yeah. Let's talk about next time. Yeah. So throwback. Yes, kinda. Yeah. So <laughs> double throwback. Uh, yeah, revisiting. Correct. All right. So next time on the monologues, we're going to go back to uh, a game that it's, I wouldn't say this game's just itself, but it's series that it's in has taken a good chunk of my life from me. <laughs> um, so we're going to go back and we're going to do Elder Scrolls five Skyrim. And we're going to pair that with a familiar brewery, which only makes sense if anybody's out there played Skyrim. It is very based on dragons. We're going to go back to Dragon's Milk, which has traversed an episode with us before. It has went on a journey with us. It went through th- some rough patches with us. We had some issues. We made it through to the end. Uh, but that was Dragon's Milk Reserve. Yes. And talking about whiskey or whatever, it tasted a lot like a mouth shot of bourbon. So we're hoping with this flagship, we're going to do Dragon's Milk their flagship's traditional stout yeah. with Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. And I think we're going to have a better experience. I really do. I'm hoping, man. Everybody does praise the Dragon's praise Milk, it. man. I it's know, it's like one of the top stouts out there, at least for one of the mass-produced. It's New Holland's, like, they branched off and made it a whole new brand. Right. You know, so. Yeah, and we talked about that. Yeah. On the last one. So I really do hope to see a different result. Um, and I, th- I, I've got a lot of faith that we will. Um, yeah, the, the, wow, that was, I, I wouldn't say it was like Frodo Samwise making it to the mountain, <laughs> but it was, it was a little rough. It was, it, yeah, it was not an easy episode to get no. through that one. No, that's for sure. No. It was, it was a deal. So, um, so without further ado, Brandy, take it away. All right. Uh, so if you like drinking. Or you like gaming. 
Join us next time on The Manologues. Thank you.